0: Whenever I work with someone, I say, when we study it right now, what problems you got? I think got any. What's the difference between when you're on your own? The major difference is you think i up. So problems are all, always going to be there, but we think it too much. And at some point I have to go, all right, this isn't helping me.
1: Welcome to the K Collective podcast for six, seven, and eight-figure Amazon and e-commerce sellers, part of the amazing FBA podcast family. If you want to scale fast, target a 7-figure exit, and enjoy the process, then keep listening. Many Amazon sellers think business growth is the same as sales growth. But if you're smarter, you know e-commerce businesses are sold as a multiple of profits, not of sales. So if you want to build a sellable business, you need to grow profits. And to grow profits, you need to cut waste and increase profitable sales. Our new quick assessment helps you identify your biggest Amazon profit killer and what to do about it. Go to amazonprofitquiz.com. That's amazonprofitquiz.com to get your free instant diagnosis. If you would like resources and links and other help to do with today's episode, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash 479. I saw this other thing that said, like, do you know what real the daily struggle is?
0: Making sure that I have a good day. Because no one gives it to me. Like, I'm not in a partnership anymore. Like my partner in the past, you help each other. I've got a dog, she helps me, but she's always on my team. But, you know, like, other than that, I've got to do it to me. And it's my job, it's my mindset, say, come on we're going to do this. Everything's all right. You just got to keep going, get to the next stage and make it happen.
1: Yeah. By the way, I like the the, the fact that you're taking responsibility for your own mindset and what you said that your mum had written this this letter, which sounds really powerful, like you're a happy-go-lucky guy and your response is, yeah, I created that consciously. And I would say this, if you are in a partnership with your, you know, you're married or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, you know, these days, I, I have no judgment, I don't care, but If your expectation is that your partner's going to pick you up when you feel down or they're going to make you feel good, that's a burden on them. And we're all going to go through that. But I noticed that if I take responsibility for being in a good state where I've come home from work and wants to rip shreds of anything around, sadly including me sometimes, if I stay calm because I've managed myself to the point where I'm in a decent state and I'm willing to go, this is just her anger talking because she's been stressed to pieces. And if I had to do her job, I'd be the same, by the way. And then she'll apologize later. I'm like, we're all good. If I go off on one, which I'd used to more and I've gradually, gradually realized by smacking my head against the brick wall billions of times, that's dumb, like it doesn't work. Then we get into an argument. And so the same with a team, right? If you are leading a team of, of lots of people around you, yeah, you don't have the loneliness thing. You've mentioned team and I tend mm-hmm. to work on my own now as a consultant with, with people and build teams for specific projects. And again, you're the leader and in, in you set a crappy mood you're leading everyone else, Dan. That's even worse, right? So I think whether you're on your own or in a partnership romantically or at work or in a team, it comes to the same thing, Christian, which is like what you do, taking responsibility for, for creating your mindset. So I really like that responsibility. Let's talk about belief. That's another thing you yeah, mentioned before. Want, yeah, please do. Michael, uh, yeah. Third que- I ask four questions, really. I ask about
0: critical vitality. One of the things I say, you and a partner I say, what's you and your partner? Attend? Do you know why I ask that? Because if you have uh, a... Ha- no. Relationship, you will have a happier life. And if you're not intentionally trying to do that, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So I start saying, Well, where are you at? oh we're five. And I go, What do you want to be? How are we going to get you there? Because I know, if I like, what's this got to do with your work being working in your relationship? Everything. Because you remember what we said about, yeah, you do spreadsheets and what that everything matters. Because you're on a 360 day, you know, it's all of you. You wake up in the morning, you go to bed. In between them two times, you've got to fill it where you're getting some kind of empowerment of feeling good. And if like, I'm not in, I've am not i been in relationships for 28 years and I have an immense relationship with my kids' mum. I, I love my, she, I don't like to call her my ex-wife. I was with her for 19 years, not been together seven. I still have that relationship with her. And I feel blessed because that's a mindset. It's a perspective. She's a lovely woman as well. And she's, a la- she's like my sister. And so it's, it's like, it's how we look at things and we can make them happen. But I could only do that if she was a nice person. She was horrible and yeah. all that happens a lot. So I'm not saying it yeah. happened through the board, but yeah. she was a good person and we carried it on. And so I still get to have that blessing. So I, at my downfall, uh, my relationship thing is for every client I work with, because I don't want them to go down any road where, you know, like wanting to have that good, healthy relationship. And
1: you only get anything by making an effort. Well, yeah, go on, go on, believe. Yeah, believe a big thing to me. I was just going to say one one thing I do want to say that I mean I'm at maybe six out of 10 for happiness at the moment that comes from overwork I think but one thing that I I say that we've gone through waves where it's been frankly like a two out of 10 at some point but partly because of that I've had to consciously work on my relationship with my wife and I would say we're like nine point five nine out of ten because I know nice. that I've got to work at it I, I think the consciousness with which I worked that I need to translate to other areas of my life, actually. But I do know that there's the old cliche, happy wife, happy life. I mean, that applies to happy husband or boyfriend, girlfriend, gender, transgender, whatever the hell. Irrelevant. But the the romantic relationship is really important. The the physical health thing is something that entrepreneurs neglect famously as well as marriages or, or, you know, relationships. Those are infamous things. And, yeah, belief is one of those things that entrepreneurs like to think they're good at. Because we feel like we should be. But what's reality in your experience and how does that well, work? I'll tell you reality by not lying to you that
0: I lose belief a lot. You know, look, but then I have to bring it back. Every so often that, that fixed mindset persona that I talked to you about before, I can't do this. Maybe I've bitten off more than a chew. Am I really good enough for this? It happens to us all. You know, like 90% of people are winging it. So even the most successful people are winging it because everyone has a moment of doubt. That it gets in the way of belief. It can do it. And then you just have to have a recap with yourself. I often, I mean, I am lucky I live in the most beautiful place ever. And I use, I use the outside a lot. I mean, a lot, lot. I'll, I, if I'm not working, I will sit, stand in my garden and re, bring myself back into the moment. Because when I'm in that garden, this is a good exercise for everyone actually about being present. I stand in the garden, you know, because in here, in this room where I'm at now is the energy of whatever I've been doing that's annoyed me. At the other day, it was a text off someone to do with the money thing that was like, "Oh, I can't believe they've done that." Someone had done an attack, not an attack directly, but it come at me. So I was, it, I was caught up in that emotion. So I want to stand outside when I first had breath, Breathing has such a thing of just calming the in, inside of your system. Inside, your system. it brings you, uh, brings it, brings you down. But then just taking in the garden, just looking at things, observing. Getting away from my thought process. Present, putting myself back in the moment because when I'm in the moment, there's no problems. Whenever I work with someone, I say, When we study it right now, what problems you got? I got any. What's the difference between when you're on your own? The major difference is you think I'm up. So problems are all, always going to be there, but we think it too much. And at some point, I have to go, All right, this isn't helping me. I need to like work on what's going on in my mind because that's not helping me. And that's what interferes with belief. And belief is thing. I'll tell you, I've got, I'm not working with these as a pair, but I've got a mate going through bad times at the minute. So I want to coach you. I want to coach you because I believe that we are a product of what we do. And everyone I work with, I say, well, what are you doing at the minute to be like you? I picked up on you thing with your wife. I could tell it. You mentioned nothing but good about her. you. Loved her. You respected her. You admired her. I felt it from you. And I often feel it a lot from people. And I end up
1: thinking, I like your wife myself now. You see, like hmm. person because I can see she is cool she has a lot of amazing qualities yeah a lot of tough ones as well by the way <laughs> yeah. But i've learned to roll with that i'm like this is the price you pay mike for an amazing woman and sometimes you'll bite your head off and then apologize like that's okay many amazon sellers think business growth is the same as sales growth but if you're smarter you know e-commerce businesses are sold as a multiple of profits not of sales So if you want to build a sellable business, you need to grow profits. And to grow profits, you need to cut waste and increase profitable sales. Our new quick assessment helps you identify your biggest Amazon profit killer and what to do about it. Go to amazonprofitquiz.com. That's amazonprofitquiz.com to get your free instant diagnosis. But
0: we're not, you know, like, who am I? You know, like we all have our moments. You know I mean, I was on a call with a lady who I've got as a virtual assistant doing, making some setting up appointments for me. We're trying to get, obviously she does this. We all are on LinkedIn, sending you messages about what I can do, blah, blah, blah. So I was having a bit of a chat with her. And in that moment, I was thinking about this podcast and I wanted to not put in the, the 10 minutes before I needed to sort my audio out. I needed to do some things, but she weren't understanding it. And I was trying to put it across. Like, I'm just going to have to exit this call now because that's more important. Because I knew for this, I needed to be in the right headspace. So I'm preparing me for this. Like even though I'm a winger and a blagger, I do not. My old me would have been here at eleven. No plans. And in this instance, I've got some plans, and I get into a zone. I use NLP, and before, and I start thinking, "Come on, you don't want me not being me of energy." I so "I'm not." You know, people that they expect that and imagine that as a belief system that when I stepped up in my coaching about 18 months ago, three days before my relationship ended and I'm a motivator being very unmotivated. Imagine that's a job. You go, you're you're feeling a bit unhappy because you broke up. You need to go and make these happy, but my belief was, I know I can do that. Just cause what's going on with me. I have to use my skills on me and then, and to be honest, when you're working with someone else, you stop thinking of your own stuff. So it's actually great. The biggest freedom in the world. But belief so important. Belief comes from practicing. Belief comes from consistency. Belief comes through discipline. Belief comes from showing up all the time. I love this one. This is off Diary of CEO. I don't want to mention another podcast, but I do love it. Showing up. If I was ner- I don't get, I actually love podcasts. I love chatting. Like I said to you before, I'll happily chat to someone anytime. I'll give 15 minutes because I love human beings. I love energy. I feel like that's my, my thing in life. You know what I mean? I'm that guy who's going to talk to me in the queue. I'm going to say, you're actually all right. You're, can okay? I, are you all right? I'm that. I try and be, you know, if I'm in London, I'm that, oh God, there's an orbiter down here saying, all right to everyone. Oh my God, everyone hide. Get it. Get, Get away.
1: He's, he's saying, how you you doing? Yeah. Especially if you talk to someone on the tube, they think automatically you're either insane, which is, to be fair, quite probable in my experience, or you're going to ask for money, which is very probable. So to, to, based on their experiences, it's a rational response. <laughs> if you talk to somebody on the tube, they look funny at you. You know, if you're a man talking to a woman, just again, they'd they have different experiences to me, not necessarily very positive ones. So yeah, you're right. I mean, my father-in-law does this, he'll wander into a shop in, in London and just say, you know, start chatting to them. People look very confused and then they're drawn inevitably into a conversation. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's very funny. London's an odd place like that. We don't do interaction
0: very well. It's an interesting thing that I always, and especially in my culture, and they're like, my coach is like a parent with my kids. Like I didn't have a male role. model. So I've always tried to be what I always wish I'd had. So I, and like, I was on with my son last night. He's in America now, living in America. Mindset's unbelievable. Does his bloody knee in. yesterday? He's been, he's had his ACL done. It stopped him being a professional cricketer, which he was going to be, and he had to change his mindset. Got back into it. He's fittest he's ever been. I swear, the guy looks incredible. Does his knee yesterday? So I have called him twice yesterday because I know that that's in you know that's my day, day to step in. He's in a good place. When I ring him back at night, first call, is a bit negative on this and works, you know, and works not going well and blah, blah, ring him at night. Yeah. You were right. Dad. I, I gave swimming a go. You can swim on thing. I did a hundred lengths and I did this. And he told me about what he'd done and how he was making himself and belief. He good again. He's took ownership of how he feels and how he acts. And that's what we sometimes forget. I'll work with people and I know straight away, you're really good at that. You know, you put something, but you're just forgetting to do the little
1: things that make you, give you that belief that's very sweet of you I, i'm not sure my mindset work is is very i'm not naturally great but maybe that's an artificial idea anyway the idea that you're naturally good i mean i know some of the things to do i just haven't been very good at doing them because i guess i haven't respected the the power of mindset this conversation is a whole re- remembering of oh yeah this stuff really makes a difference <laughs> so look i i think in a minute we're going to do a slightly different segment about you know some very practical how do i change my mindset around you've always give us some some great insights, but some even more practical stuff. So, just before we get into that, uh, Christian, just quickly tell us what you do for people and how people can reach out to you for help. Yeah, so I'm on I'm on
0: all the socials. So LinkedIn's where I lot do a lot of my professional work. I'm on my other socials like Instagram and Facebook, but LinkedIn's primarily you can get my name's Christian Hoyle. So basically, I work with people over a three month period because three months is where you set habits. And the thing is, habits are what create that consistency and that discipline. And if you've forgotten to do them and you forgot to place an importance to them, it's really a good opportunity to start saying, I'm doing that for this reason. And I do that no matter what, because I want this reason all the time. And in that exercise is one, but the second question I always ask is about what's your mental vitality? What you, what are you, what's your calmest and most balanced you've ever been? If you tell me you're a, I had someone, an MD working with, worth a lot of millions of quid, he was a two out of 10, two out of 10, seven sessions later, he was a nine. And the only reason why, it's nothing to do with me, because he was actually so on it. His mindset was impeccable, but he'd forgotten to practice principles that he knew about. And he needed me to re-spark it with him again. Come on. Then why were you, He was watching the bloody news first thing in the morning. I went, I went, I don't, I went are you joking? And he was like, I don't wow, know, like an addiction I got into. And it just makes <laughs> me feel terrible yeah now, can, we, should we, can I have and we set little actions every week we say right what's your actions that are going to create who you want to be going forward and we never have big ones because they're unrealistic small ones I go will you stop watching news so for the next two weeks two weeks later he goes yeah I don't know what I was doing there but I feel a lot better in the morning and he wasn't doing anything in the morning setting his mood and at different points you know he wasn't doing when he lost his mind he, he ruined his day rather than ruining half an hour or 15 minutes or 10 minutes so whatever it might be it's like I remember I was, I, as a man, was sulkers. And when I was married, I was a sulker. And in my early bit, I was a sulker. That's something I've had to work on a lot. I could sulk for three days. I didn't speak to my son, my 50th Dylan, for a week once. And I think, what an idiot I was. Not him, me. What a fool. I'd never do that to my other son now. I'd never do it because you learn, you know, that's the kid you get a better parent as they go and all that stuff. But it's like, it's just the importance that you place on it. It's like, once again, it's not rocket science. Everything I've told you, you already know, but I'm re sparking it with you. And that passion, I know that you, what I do is I score people. So every time you come, you want to do your score. So when you're intentional about your mental vitality and getting it up, because it isn't acceptable when you're at two or three or four or five, and you've already been intentional about changing it. So when I come to a two, it's what are you now? You've been intentional for two weeks at sorting it, so it's better. If your relationship was low as a go, what are you going to do to have a better relationship over the next two weeks? What actions are you going to take? Next minute, your relationship's better because you made an effort. Yeah. You know, it's not, not you know, like you won't. Also, well, you feel fitter, so you feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know you, whatever it might be, everyone's different. So what I do is, in here, in you, is a little thing that's locked away and only you have the key. And when you open it, you'll tell me exactly what's going on with you. And you know what you need to change. And we'll look at changing it. I've got the same in me as well. Everyone's is completely different. And it's like, we're on a team. I'm working with someone on that team. Like you might, I'm not saying you're not my kid, but like when I'm with my kids, I'm on that team all the time. You know, like I always try and be, my kids have this thing. I used to have, I want, that they can ring. say, you ring me whenever I will be there if you really need me. Because I said that, do you know how many times I've ever done it? I've been a parent for 23 years. Never. Twice. Never. <laughs> Never. Because they've got the confidence that I've given got When I was younger, I had a biological dad who was an arsehole. He used to beat with me and do what I said t- and got a prison for it. I didn't know him. I used to like, tell me, yeah, I'm going to get him to come and get you. Because I wanted someone to save me. And I think sometimes you've got to save yourself. That's one thing you get. And it comes from confidence. It's a whole different thing of where confidence comes from in a certain, you know, as, as we grow up. But at some point you establish it yourself while well, the actions you take are taking you serious. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not happy, what the hell are you doing about it? That's my question, because that's worse. We've only got one
1: tiny life. Yeah. If you're not happy, what are you doing about it? Yeah, it's a great call call to arms, really, there. And this this reminds me of that Tom Landry quote, who was a, a American football coach. So, like we're both British, so we don't probably know what the heck goes on in that game. It's just a lot of violence, but there's a lot of mindset needed to get through that, I guess. And Tom Landry said, "I think a coach is someone who tells you what you don't want to hear, as you see what you don't want to see, so you can be who you've always known you could be." And that yeah. that kind of came to mind based on what you were saying, Christian, because it's not like about insight so much. Like everyone thinks that the latest hack or insight or you know, God forbid, a, a, an Amazon post or what do you call it, a, a YouTube post or a podcast is going to change your life. But actually, you're the guy who who calls people out on what they already know. But the point is, your energy and your commitment to that process is what you're bringing, and that's actually really critical trying to do it on your own it's just so hard right so i i love what you're bringing here christian we're gonna need to wrap this one here because i know i do want to get a very a bite-sized episode where we just hit people with like do this 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 particularly entrepreneurs love action lists right yeah, yeah. The truth is that a lot of the insights you've given are already really great stuff so um, you've said that the main thing you offer people is to have a virtual coffee. So if people want to reach out to you, what is it you can offer people?
0: Send me a message on LinkedIn, and we'll just have a we'll just have a chat. Fifteen minutes, a little bit of a chat about what you know. Like I've never been a at anything, but I've become very good at managing me and being responsible for me. And I just want other people to do it. And you just said what I love that quote comment that you just said. It's ben. fantastic. I'll send it to you. You can pop okay. it on your send it because it's it. Uh, my problem is, I hate my memory's not good. I want to remember. Like, the best ever quote is this. i my quote. This is the best quote that I've got that sums me up. A winner is just a loser that never gave in. Well, that, for me, it's not the same, but every, every, I know I'm flipping there, but everyone I work with, I'm totally honest. Because if, I, if I'm i going to call them out, because what they told me is what they're trying to hide. And I'll go, can I be honest with you? What I think you're saying? And when I say that, they go, you're right. Because I'm, I'm on their team. I'm only wanting the best for them. Not for anyone else. I want the best for them. When you work with me, I'll be, I want you to be the best. And if I bullcrap crap you'd say what you want to wear. You're not becoming the best. You're becoming who you always have been, staying exactly the same. And that might be great if you're already doing amazing, but if you're here for change, to make some small changes, and this is one, plug of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you cannot, in the end, have a, an effective coach, coach who's just trying to, or well, the Americans say, blow smoke up your ass. So, you know, In other words, just be nice and complimentary. And there's a lot of that out there. I, I think, you know, I'm a thousand. I don't think I know that I'm a thousand percent with you on that. I, you have to have somebody's honest, but honest with a positive intention. And that's mm. the difference between trolls and haters, you know, bullshit artists. And then the, the great coach is like, I'm on your side and I'm calling you on the bullshit. So mm. like it. Well, maybe that's more my style than yours. You're much more positive than that. I'm like, more bang, kind mm. of aggressive guy. So it's probably something I need to work on in my mindset. But anyway, let's, let's leave it there, Christian, for that episode. Right. And we'll do a short, sharp five ways to change your mindset which is like internet, you know, cliche, five points for anything. For the moment, Christian, Christian Hoyle from Mindset Mentoring. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Michael. Really enjoyed it. Thanks so much.
1: Many Amazon sellers think business growth is the same as sales growth. But if you're smarter, you know e-commerce businesses are sold as a multiple of profits, not of sales. So if you want to build a sellable business, you need to grow profits. And to grow profits, you need to cut waste and increase profitable sales. Our new quick assessment helps you identify your biggest Amazon profit killer and what to do about it. Go to amazonprofitquiz.com. That's amazonprofitquiz.com to get your free instant diagnosis. If you would like resources And links and other help to do with today's episode, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash 479. Thanks for listening to the 10K Collective podcast for six and seven figure Amazon sellers. I really hope you found the show helpful to you. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a quick star rating. It will take you all of 30 seconds to do it, but it does mean we can be found by and help many more e-commerce business builders. I wish you fast and profitable scaling, and I hope you enjoy the process of building your seven-figure Amazon business. Thanks very much for listening.